Thank you for watching today. I pray that the message you're about to hear will empower you to use your voice, help change the way you think, and refresh your spirit. If you'd like to follow along with Pastor's Notes, you can find them on the on-demand page of walkingbyfaith.tv or on our app where you can also submit a prayer request. I want to encourage you to contact us if you're in need of prayer. Today we have Dan Seaborn with us to explain just what faith is. We'll take a look at Hebrews 11.1 1 and really dive into the meaning of faith and how it seems so hard to explain and understand. Dan will break it down for us. Let's take a look. This morning I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you to a, a higher level in your faith. Okay, so you need to know, as I drove over here this morning, it was just like, just tell them what you're going to do. I'm going to call you to a higher level this morning in your faith. Jane and I took our two, two grandkids, our oldest two grandkids, to see Frozen 2 a few weeks ago. Um, if you haven't been to the movie theater lately, you need to know when you go, if you think you're a little late, like if, if the showing is at 1 and you think, oh, it's 5 to 1, just so you know, with the previews these days, you got plenty of time. Don't worry about it. You get there in time. We got there a little late. We were in plenty of time. So we get in there with our grandkids, and we're watching the beginnings, all these previews, and there was this movie that came up, and it was just kind of previewing it. It was for kids and that kind of thing. And then it said the name of the movie with just big four letters across the screen, S-O-U-L, Soul. That's the name of the movie. And my four-year-old granddaughter, she was sitting by Jane, two down from me. I had Jackson by me, and then Naya, and then Jane. And, and Naya just leaned up on her chair really far, had her popcorn and all her stuff, and she was, Papa, Papa! And I, I said, Naya, shh, you gotta be quiet. What's your question, babe? What is it? What is it? She said, Papa, what is a soul? And I looked at her, I said, we're gonna have to chat about this later. <laughs> soul. I turned around this morning during worship. I'm looking at hundreds of souls. It's hard to explain, though. Can't touch it. Can't feel it. Faith. What is faith? Some of you here today, you're deep in your faith. You love faith. Others of you are like, even came this morning to check it out. What are, what are those people? Why do so many people turn into that parking lot? Maybe you drove in this morning to see what faith is. And it's, it's difficult. I mean, if you said, what's the Bible? I'm going to hand you a Bible. What's faith? Can't touch it. Can't feel it. And so I, I thought it would be wise to maybe start with Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Because the Bible gives a very specific statement about faith and what faith is. It's coming up on the screen here. I want you to see this. It says this. Now, faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about we, what we don't see. So, for example, looking at that first little verse up there, that's heaven. I have confidence and belief that there is a heaven. I can't see it yet. I mean, I've heard about people who go and they see that big light and then they come back and tell us they saw that big light. But I haven't seen heaven, but I have faith. This week, I had a really unusual situation on Wednesday night for me. I've never spoken to a group like this in my life, and I've spoken a lot. And I got called, and I went, and I was honored to get to speak 
and there were 25 dads there who had all lost a child. Every one of them had lost a child. Some of them a two-year-old, some of them 11-year-old, some of them a 40-year-old. They'd all lost a child. Most of them were young fathers. And one of the dads in the back of the room after I spoke, he raised his hand and he said, Dan, I said, yes, sir. I remember his name. I won't say it to protect him, but I said, yes, sir. He said, can you assure me that there's a heaven? Faith. He just needs to know it. I preached uh, at a church a few weeks ago, maybe three or four weeks ago. I finished, and I, I go down, and I try to speak to people who would like to speak or pray with them, and I'm standing down there, and there's this lady who walks up to me, and she's, she's looking around like this. She didn't want anybody to hear what she wanted to say to me, so she got really close, and she did this look back and said, Pastor, I said, yes. He said, sometimes I struggle with my faith, and I said, you and about six billion others. <laughs> Human beings. Faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance in what we cannot see. Let's keep reading because there's another little point I want to make from this verse. This is what the ancients were commended for. Let's keep going if we can. By faith we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. Watch this so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. So what you saw this morning, you drove into a part over a part of the earth to get here to church this morning. What you saw this morning used to not be there according to that passage. It came from what was not seen or visible. In other words, God said, I'm going to take nothing and make something for you. And see, people, scientists really struggle with that one because to believe it takes faith is hard to grasp. And though we have it this morning, we have this little sense inside us Sometimes when we go through life circumstances, we, we say these kind of things. These are little thoughts that pop in our mind. I wonder if my faith is good enough. I wonder if I'm really sure of what I can't see. It comes into our mind. So this morning, I have one point. You don't see preachers very often give one point. But I have one point, period. One point. It's coming on the screen. Very simple. It's one point. Watch this. Faith is understanding that every situation I face, especially the difficult ones, is an opportunity for me to deepen in Jesus Christ. Now, that's the only point. Can we just leave it up there a second? Because I want it to seek in a minute. Faith is getting this. Every situation, and oh my goodness, I thought about the number of situations represented in here this morning. Y'all have got some stuff that would make the rest of us go, wow, you got a thing going on. And that thing is your opportunity to really deepen into faith and believing that there is a God who sees any and every circumstance in this room. He is not blind to it. He is not clueless about it. Faith says he is with me no matter where I'm at. That's faith. So I told y'all what I've been doing lately, right? 
I've been going into my office, and I get to this point in the message, and I bring out my little stool. I've written it all down. It's on my desk there. I'm looking at it. I'm going, I'm saying things like, preachers, you, you got to get preachers. What we dream of is taking something we're seeing and studying in God's Word, getting it on a little piece of paper we're working on, and getting that thought into you that is like a fantasy. If you leave here today and you go, I got it. I get that point. Oh, that's a good day for a preacher. So I'm sitting here, and I'm looking at this sheet, and I'm walking around in my office, and I'm going, so Rez left Sunday morning. There's a mom in there. She's a single mom. She's got all the kids. And the husband, who used to be in her life, and the father of those kids, makes, makes her life hell. The exchange isn't easy. She dreads going to it. She gets nervous in her spirit when she's headed over that spot. And I'm going to stand there and say, faith is knowing that God's got you in that moment. She believes it, but boy, in the car, driving toward that meeting spot, she needs to know it then too. Faith is believing that the phone call you got this week, whatever the situation, I don't know, but in this group, this size, somebody got a phone call this week that literally sent you shaking, like shaking. Faith is believing God has got that phone call in his hand. You're a teenager in here. You've been making some really bad choices and your parents don't know. And with all the abilities you have with this thing, there's a lot of stuff going on in your life they have no idea about. And you've even laid in your bed at night because your parents still pray before y'all go to bed. And you've laid in bed and thought, I wonder if God's really real. And today I ask you to consider where your soul will be in 100 years and does faith affect that at all? There is a great responsibility. As I age, I'll be 60 this year. As I age, my goodness, I take what I'm doing right now so serious. Your souls are in the Lord's hand, and I want to do an effective job of showing you something this morning. So I walked around my office. I played out scenario after scenario. I'll stop talking because there's so many in this room. It's unbelievable. And I went to my little stool sitting in my office. Y'all come by there someday. You can see it. I go sit on my stool, and I said, Lord Jesus, how in the world do I get people to understand what faith is? Will you just give me something to say? And I sat there, and nothing big came to me. But he woke me up at 5.30 a few mornings ago. And he put in my heart, what I'm about to tell you. I hope it fits.
when I was in college, he brought this to my mind. When I was in college, I had a professor, it was at Southern Wesleyan University in Clemson, South Carolina is where the school is. I had a professor who, at the beginning of each class, it was an accounting class, my degree's in accounting. At the beginning of each class, the teacher, a lady, would say to the class, all right, today I choose so-and-so to pray. It was part of her class. She told us at the beginning, as part of the syllabus, it was a Christian school, I'm going to call on you to pray. How you handle that prayer will be affected in your grade. In other words, how you do that will affect your grade. So we're all like, we've got to pray a 10. It's got to be good. So on this particular day, 15, 20 students in the class, he goes, See, Warren, your turn to pray today. I said, Yes, ma'am, no problem. And she said, Before you pray, I'd like to tell you a few things I'd like you to pray about. And I said, Okay. So she listed off a few things, and she got to the end of her list. And she said this. Oh, by the way, Dan, uh, tonight our basketball team is playing so-and-so. And I want you to pray that our team wins. And I said, ma'am, I won't do that. She said, yes, you will. I said, ma'am, I won't pray that. She said, you don't believe God answers prayer? I said, sure do. She said, then you'll pray that prayer. I said, no, ma'am, I won't. She said, why not? And I said, because, ma'am, I don't believe God is my genie in a bottle. And I said, I'm not going to trivialize who I believe God is for a basketball game. And I said to her, I'll pray that everybody stays healthy. I'll pray that everybody has a good spirit. I'll pray we have good sportsmanship. We're playing another Christian school, ma'am. How silly would it be if they found out I was praying for our Christian school to win over their Christian school? I said, it sounds to me pretty pharisaical. So I'm not going to pray that prayer. I think I got to be that much. (laughs) Here's what scares me about faith in America in 2020. We got our cell phone in our back left pocket. And we got God like a genie in a bottle in our right back pocket, and we pull him out when we need something. That's become faith for a lot of people. I'll just use him when I I don't need God every day. I'll go check out with him on Sunday. And then during the week, when I hit that tough spot, he's my genie in a bottle. That is what I think the mentality of a lot of you say, Dan, Dan, no, you're wrong. Oh, I am? Okay, I'm watching Family Feud last week. I love to watch, Jane and I watch Family Feud at night. I love it. Steve Harvey, you got a good one for you today. If you watch the show, you know what I'm saying. He's funny. I watch it. And he's doing the list, and the list comes up, and he goes up to the first guy. He says, all right. He reads the question. What do you think's up there? And the guy said something. I forget what the question was about. And the guy, and, 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 And Steve said to the guy, do you think that's going to be up there? And the guy said, I'm praying it will be. God better answer my prayer. And the whole audience laughed. And I thought to myself, that's it. We see God and faith as something we can just flip out there when we need something 
we don't see him as the foundation of our life. Faith is not a frivolous fluff. Faith is the foundation with which you need to take every step of your life. This changed for me and has deepened in me by reading this book, God's Word. And by reading this book, God Guides. It's a 40-page book. If you've heard me preach, you've heard me mention, at least mention probably, this little book. It was handed to me when I was 30 years old. A lady who wrote it was at that time 90 years old. I had a chance to go and meet her. Since there is a I'll hold up the picture here. This is what the lady looked like if you want to zoom in for a second and see what she looked like. Her name was Mary Gee. I met her in a nursing home bed. She taught me to be quiet and listen to God. And I learned that God is not my genie in a bottle and that my faith is deepened when I spend time with him. You're not looking at the same Dan Seaborn that used to preach here 10 years ago. I've been through some battles, through some circumstances that I never dreamed would come my way. And it was in those moments that my faith and my assurance in what I hope for and my certainty of what I cannot see begin to grow. And I'm inviting you today in that spot in your life when you do not see a path out that you go, Jesus, I am trusting you right here. I am intentionally saying, God of the universe, I invite you to be my foundation today. I'm going to stop using you like I think you just come and give me whatever I want. I am going to surrender my life completely at your feet, believing that if things go my way or don't go my way, you are still God. That's faith. And the Bible says, in verse 2 of what I read to you, it's what the ancients were commended for. Moses. Noah. Doing things that if we did in our society today, people would go, you're a crazy man. And I want to show you something. Just hit my mind this week. So right as I look at the Old Testament and I look at things that happened there, I go, how could those things have happened? And then I watch in our society at the coronavirus and I see how people begin to panic and I look and I go, this is how it would have been back in the day because here's what I want to tell you. I don't know where the coronavirus came from. I don't know where it's going to go, but I'm going to tell you this. At the beginning of it and at the end of it, God is still God. And if we're going to believe that, we're going to actively live that way. We won't look panic-stricken. We will look God-focused. That's faith. 
Does faith change things? I hope so. Otherwise, I just look like the world. In the Bible, his word says, you are not of the world. You are called to a higher level. You are called to a higher place. And I'm seeing that I need to preach that word. You know, there are teachers and there are preachers. And I believe God has put in me the heart of a preacher. And today, I preach to you and I proclaim to you that I want your faith to be deeper than the genie faith. I want it to be the faith that says he is not in a bottle. He is in my soul. He is in my life. He is mine eternally. I want you to activate that God in your life because it will make a forever difference. I'm not telling you this is easy. I told you, I sat on that stool and I put myself in your lives. And there's one of the things I do. I, I come quite often, I sit in a place and just think about what you're dealing with in life and how easy Satan loves to get our eyes off God Almighty. And if he can throw a circumstance at you to make that happen, he will do it. But you do not need to live with a spirit of fear because God says, I don't give a spirit of fear. I give a spirit of hope. And today, is it more than a song? Waymaker, promise keeper. Is it just a good, cool, flowing song or is it reality? I remember a song my mom used to sing. God will make away when there seems to be no way he works in ways i cannot see i remember the next phrase something about he's enough for me he will be my guide hold me closely by his side and i want you to know today that god is here we don't gather like this just to say, yep, went to Sunday again. Today, I'm calling you to a higher place. And yeah, yeah, I'm a preacher, so I tried to have one point, but I got two addendums. <laughs> I tried. I got to the end, I'm like, I can't do it. So I'm calling them addendums to kind of sneak them in. The addendums are this, are coming up there for you to see. The first one is this. I want you just to get, you got to put forth the effort. Listen, if you want to be deeper in Jesus, then you got to spend time with Jesus. This little lady taught me with this little book. She goes, you know, I'm a preacher. And she said, Dan, do you ever listen to God? I said, oh, yeah, I, I spend God with all the time. She said, time with God all the time. She said, that's not what I ask you. Do you sit quiet, and just listen to Jesus. She said, she said, slow down, stop. You ever just sit for 10 minutes in the presence of the Lord and not do anything? No, ma'am, I don't, I, I don't have time for that. She's like, exactly. You're running. Let me give testimony to something. So I began to develop. I've been doing this for 30 years. I don't have it figured out, but I had a listening time before I came here this morning to preach. And the Lord showed me a little while back, I had maybe four or five messages I had to preach in one week, and I had a lot going on, and I felt the Lord's Spirit just kind of said, Dan, go spend some time with me. I'm like, I got, I'd like to, but I got four messages to write, and I'd like to give you that hour, but I need to get my tail over here and get to writing these messages. And I felt like the Lord said, I said, go spend time with me. 
I went and spent my time with the Lord, extended time with him or whatever. What's what this? I went over here to work on these messages. I wrote four messages in about an hour, and I remember the Lord going, see? See, if you spend time with me, I got that other stuff covered. But see, our problem is we run to cover the other stuff, and then if there's any left over, we give it to God. And God says, can you not remember my ways are higher than your ways? I got it. I, I. So Jane and I sat this week, and our daughter Anna, who you prayed for, I cannot tell you how good that girl is doing in the Lord. She even goes to Bible study with some of you from here. And, I'm, and God has done a miracle. And Jane and I were riding in the car the other day, and Jane said, Dan, I have to say, I saw no way out, but did God have a way that's unbelievable or what? Because God can do things you can't even see or imagine. That's what his word said. Infinitely higher beyond anything you can ask or dream of. See, you're looking at your circumstance today going, I've got to figure this out. And God goes, yeah, as long as you're doing that, I can't work with you. Trust it to me. Spend time, effort, and energy focusing in on the Lord. If you spend as much time with the Lord as you do trying to fix that situation, what could happen? And let me just say this. It's going to be a line I start probably going to hear it in every sermon I preach from now on. Time spent with God does not return void. Number two, second addendum, not point. This is an addendum. Go invest the time. Is there anybody in here that knows how to solve a Rubik's Cube? Can you raise your hands? Is there anybody that really knows how to do it like pretty good? Are you good at it? Can you come up here? No, no, seriously, come here. I need to help you. You weren't planning on being in the service today, but here you are. What's your name, man? What is it? Jim, nice to meet you. you. Would you like to come up on stage or would you rather stay, stay down there? Okay. Can you just turn around and kind of work on that while I talk? I appreciate that. So I want you to understand that if you're going to be deeper with Jesus, it's going to mean you're going to spend time with Jesus. I'm asking you today, listen, by faith, believe his word and believe that if you leave here and put time into it, God will do a great thing in your life. I don't know Jim. I have not talked to him. He did not know I was going to call on him. But I'm trusting he spent time working on figuring this out. Because he's going to, in a minute, throw this thing back up to me, and it's going to be fixed. Let me, we're trusting, right, Jim? <laughs> Let me say something for a second. I used to could do the Rubik's Cube. Back when it first came out, I learned it, memorized it, had it all figured out. I could zip it, do it, you know, fast, that kind of thing. I can't do it anymore. Watch this, because I quit, I quit spending time with it. Did any of y'all used to have a pretty close relationship with God, but over the years you've kind of gone, yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to ride the pine the rest of the time. I'll sit at the end of the bench. I'll let the main starters get in the game. I'm down here at the end of the bench now. I'll get in heaven on my end of the bench luxury. Can I ask you? to reactivate your faith. Can I ask you today, get back to your first love, spending time with the Lord, because when you do that, it does not return void. This is a simple message. I'm not saying anything new. 
but I'm reminding you that you don't have any situations in your life today that God isn't aware of, and I'm inviting you to let Jesus be a part of that spot in your life. And if you do that, and if you spend time at it, and if you invest time in learning more about Jesus, it will give you the results you're looking for in the long run. And here's my job today, is to communicate God's word to you and to let you know he is the way maker. Say, so if this message touched your heart and you really realize you're not where you should be with God or you're not right with God, I'd like to pray a prayer with you. And I'd like to lead you in a prayer to surrender your life to Jesus and to receive the forgiveness that he has for you. Would you just bow your head and just pray these words out loud from your heart. Just make them your own. Just say, oh God, I believe that Jesus died on the cross. I believe his blood paid for my sins. I believe he rose again and I believe he's coming again. I give him all of my heart and all of my life. I hold nothing back and I receive the forgiveness that you have for me. I thank you I'm forgiven. I'm a part of your family on my way to heaven. In Jesus' name, amen. If you just prayed that prayer from your heart, we believe that you are saved, that you're right with God, that you're on your way to heaven. Now, I wrote a book to help you keep growing spiritually. I want to send it to you absolutely free of charge. You can download that book or you can get contact us and we will get you a hard copy. I want to thank you so much for being with us today. We love you. We pray for you and God bless you. If you just prayed that prayer with Pastor Dwayne, you are making one of the best decisions of your life. We are so excited for you. Just as Pastor said, we'd love to send you a free copy of his book, Your New Life. Log on to walkingbyfaith.tv and have it mailed to you, or download it right there instantly. Plus, it's also available on our app. It's absolutely free and a great resource for you to have. We are asking you to step out and be bold. If God is working in your life, please send us a video from your cell phone letting us know. Many people are struggling just like you did, and you never know whose life your story can change. Walking by Faith is used across the globe to spread the truth that changes lives on and off the air. To partner with us financially in this great commission, go to walkingbyfaith.tv give. Find us on Roku, Amazon Fire TV, and on your favorite social platform by searching WBF TV. Also, be sure to download our app where you can listen to all past sermons, submit a prayer request, find resources, and much more. I hope you have an amazing week full of blessings. We'll see you again next time.